Did you realize today, with our smartphones, yeah, even the cheap ones you can get for under 100 bucks at most stores, we have more technology at our fingertips than Bill Clinton did running the whole United States of America. Really. Once again, freaking amazing. Welcome to the Mind Wrench Podcast with your host, Rick Sellover where minor adjustments produce major improvements in mindset, personal growth, and success. This is the place to be every Monday, where we make small improvements and take positive actions in our business and personal lives that will make a major impact in our success, next-level growth, and quality of life. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Mind Wrench Podcast. I'm your host, Rick Salover. Thanks so much for tuning in and spending a few minutes with me today. And if you haven't done so already, please hit the subscribe button so you never miss another episode. Hey, we all know this past year has been really difficult for most of us to deal with. So if you have some areas in your life you really want to make a change, you really want to make improvements, you want to get to that next level, you have things you want to accomplish but just not really sure how to get there, you need some help, you need a guide, you need a coach, I'd love to be able to help you with some one-on-one coaching. Just go to my website, ricksalover.com, and go to the contact page and drop me a note or just instant message me on Facebook or Instagram. Weeknight and weekend appointments available right now. Something I've noticed over the past several years, but really is more prevalent now than ever before, and maybe it's due to the pandemic world we're in lately, or maybe it's the sheer speed of technology and how it affects our lives, or maybe it's just a little of both, I don't know. But one thing I do realize is that the sheer amount of power we have to access any information in the world in milliseconds, the capabilities to do hundreds of things that make our lives easier, faster, more efficient, and at very little relative cost, all from the palms of our hands, yes, from our wonderful mobile phones, is downright frickin' amazing. I mean, really, think about it for a second. Frickin' mind-blowing and absolutely amazing, right? Yet I'm not sure about the rest of the world, but at least here in America, as a group, we seem to be an angry, uptight, irritated, short-tempered, never-satisfied bunch of miserable people. What the hell? Why is this true? I don't think I'm the only one seeing this, right? Did you realize today, with our smartphones, yeah, even the cheap ones you can get for under 100 bucks at most stores, we have more technology at our fingertips than Bill Clinton did running the whole United States of America. Really, once again, freaking amazing. If you can pay your bills, order a freshly prepared meal for your family, have it delivered, have a car come pick you up and drive you to wherever you want to go, stream your favorite music, watch a brand new released movie, have a face-to-face conversation with relatives or friends hundreds or thousands of miles away, meet with everybody on your global team virtually without leaving your kitchen, all while running an online business from your patio. Think about it for a minute. Let that sink in. How extremely fortunate are you to be able to do all those things that were literally impossible 20 years ago? Why are you still not happy? As I was thinking about this the other day, I remembered listening to a podcast back in 2019 by Rob Dial, one of my favorite podcasters of all time to listen to. I went back, looked it up, listened to it again and decided I just had to share that with all of you. Rob did a great job putting this dilemma into great context, through a story, and it changed my outlook, and I bet it'll change yours as well. Let's listen in. Here's Rob. 
So today what I'm going to be talking about is that everything is amazing and there's so many people that are miserable, right? And <laughs> I heard uh, I heard a comedian, it's, it's kind of sucks to talk about Louis C.K. now because he's been through some stuff, but Louis C.K. talks about this type of stuff. And I was thinking about it the other day where I was driving in my car and I was thinking, man, if my dad was still alive and I had to explain to him all of the things that we have nowadays that we didn't have when he passed away in 2001, it'd be pretty difficult because life now is, it's, there's a lot of things that we have in this present day that we didn't have in 2001, right? Like if I had to explain the internet, the internet was around back then, but it wasn't anything like it is now. If I were to be able to explain how we can communicate with people on the other side of the world so easily, so quickly through Instagram, Facebook, through voice messages, through text messages, and I tried to explain to him all of these different things. If I tried to explain to him how <laughs> how crazy phones are nowadays, like in 2001, a phone was a phone. There was a cell phone, but a cell phone made phone calls and that was it. But if you think of all of the things that if I were to try to explain to my dad that my phone does, he would probably think that I'm on drugs, right? So for me to be like, you know, well, you know, I mean, just think about all of the things that a phone does nowadays. It's a phone. It's way smaller than any phone my dad would have ever seen at that point in time. It's got GPS inside of it. I don't even know if GPS was a thing back in 2001. It might have been, might not have been. But it's got GPS built into it. It's got books built into it. It's got address books built into it. It's basically a phone still. It's got a scanner built into it. It's got a camera built into it. It's got a camcorder built into it. It's got hundreds and hundreds of photo albums. It's a voice recorder. It's my alarm clock. It's my flashlight. It plays music. It's my calculator. It's got my calendar. It's got a notepad. It's got my newspaper. It's got, you know, the internet. It can be my ATM or debit or credit card so I can check out. It's a leveler. It's my webcam. It's my thermostat. It's my barcode scanner. It's a measuring tape. Uh, It's a credit card scanner. It's literally everything that you could possibly think of. If I were to go, hey, dad, yeah, you know, um, no, you're at my house right now. Yeah, let me go ahead and unlock my door with my phone. He'd be like, what the, are you on drugs? Like you just have to think about how amazing things are, the technology of how amazing things are because technology is so incredible right now and so many people are miserable because they're not paying attention to how amazing life is. You know, if you think about Google and how literally at your fingertips you can find out all of the information that's ever been known to man, all of the information that's ever been known to man, you got on your phone right now. If you think about the fact that there's electric cars, there's cars that run with absolutely no gas needed. There's Wi-Fi on planes. You can sit inside of a, literally, you can literally sit inside of a piece of metal that's flying 600 miles an hour, 35,000 feet up in the air, and you can call and text your friends if you want to. You can get on Amazon right now and you can order something and it could be at your house in two days. It might even be at your house tomorrow. And if you have Amazon Prime or Prime now, it could be at your house today. Think about that. For us people in America, when I travel and I go to other countries, I realize how spoiled we are because I can get pretty much anything that I want to at my house and I don't even ever have to leave. 
I can talk to people. I can FaceTime them. I can see them. I can get food delivered. I can get packages delivered. I can get anything that I need to delivered to my house. It's kind of insane. I could be traveling and I can check the security of my house from anywhere in the world. Not only that, I can talk to somebody outside of my door if I want to from anywhere in the world. Not only that, if somebody's at my house, I can unlock the door and let them in from anywhere in the world. If I want to have a conversation with my mom face to face, I live in Texas. She lives in Florida. I can FaceTime her right now and we can have a conversation face to face, even though we're 1500 miles apart from each other. These days, it seems really difficult and inconvenient to find the time to sit down and learn. And with the likes of social media that can be so addictive and time-consuming, you might think to yourself, I don't have time to develop myself. There's an app I highly recommend that'll help. It's called Blinkist. Blinkist is for anyone that cares about learning but doesn't have a whole lot of time. Blinkist takes the key ideas and insights from over 4,000 nonfiction bestsellers in more than 27 categories and gathers them into 15-minute texts and audio explainer clips called Blinks. To help you understand the core ideas of the book, over 15 million people are already using Blinkist to broaden their knowledge in 27 categories, including self-development, personal growth, management, leadership, mindfulness, and happiness. I've been using Blinkist for over a year now, and I just love it. Anytime I get in the car or go for a walk, I can devour a book or two, no problem. It is super easy to use and extremely convenient. Right now, Blinkist has a special offer. Just go to my website, ricksalover.com, and click on the link for a 7-day free trial of Blinkist and save 20% on your subscription if you decide to stay. Once again, that's 20% off a membership with a 7-day free trial of Blinkist. That's B-I-L-N-K-I-S-T. And you can find the link to this offer in my show notes or go to www.ricksalover.com and click the 20% off link at the bottom of my homepage. I'm recording a podcast right now. I'm in my, literally I'm sitting in my office right now. I have a computer and I have a microphone and I have a microphone stand. And I'm recording this, and I'm going to be posting it, and when I post it, over 100,000 people's ears will hear it. That was not around back in the day. If you used to think about the distribution that was needed to be able to get your message out there, to be able to build a radio station for 100,000 people to hear something, there's podcasts where millions of people hear it. You would have had to do so, there were so many things that were needed in order to be able to get your message out there. I could record something from my phone right now. It could, it could potentially go out to 2 million people. It's like, it's insane, the life that we live. And people just don't recognize, holy crap, this is so freaking amazing. I'm recording this podcast and tons and tons and tons of people are going to hear it. Some people are going to hear it through Bluetooth headphones. Could you imagine me trying to explain Bluetooth headphones to my dad? If he were still alive, if he were to pop up right here today, they didn't have Bluetooth headphones 20-something years ago, 20 years ago. If he were to be like, uh, where's the wire to your headphones? That's kind of weird. Imagine bringing somebody not from 2001 back here. Imagine bringing somebody from the 1700s back here. And you try to explain everything that we have. You can go to a place where all of the food is there for you. The food can be delivered to your freaking house. You don't have to leave. You could get food. You can prepare your own food. You could have someone prepare the food for you and deliver it for you. Right? When was the last time that you really sat down and stopped throwing a pity party and you thought to yourself, holy crap, this is amazing. Everything is amazing. And instead of thinking about 
how there's all of the things that are going wrong and things are not, you're not where you want to be in life and you're not making the amount of money that you want to make. Then you don't have as much in your bank account as you want, but you actually take a step back and you're like, holy crap, this is incredible. It's insane. Have you ever looked at a video? Like, for instance, you know, Kobe Bryant passed away and, and now I keep seeing all these videos of Kobe Bryant recently. And you see his videos from when he first started playing in the 1990s and you're like, that was taken in the 1990s? That video looks like it was taken in the 1890s. Because you could take a video from your phone that's a thousand times the quality of video that was taken just 20 years ago. And it's crazy because it seems like the further that we get away from potential death, and what I mean by potential death is that the safer that our lives become, the easier that our lives become, the less we have to worry about potential death. Like I don't have to worry about being attacked by a mountain lion as soon as I walk out of my door in Austin. That'd be pretty weird if I did. But the further I get away from potential death and the safer that my life becomes, it's almost like the more miserable people get. You know, the reason why I think is because there's, there's a part of your brain called the amygdala. The amygdala is where your fear comes from. And if that amygdala has nothing to worry about, because you don't have to worry about a lion jumping out and attacking you. Well, at least I don't. Living in Austin, Texas, I don't have to worry about that. So what do we worry about? We worry about stupid things. What Liz in accounting thinks about what we're wearing. If my boss thinks that I'm going to be good enough today. If I might get fired. You're worried about what somebody's going to think about you. You're worried about if there's going to be traffic. You worry and you get in your own head and you're like, oh God, you know, I woke up today and I had to drive for 30 minutes inside of my air conditioner car, listening to my favorite music while not getting rained on, even though it was rain outside. It's like, if you just think about how blessed your life actually is, even if you're not rich, even if you're not where you want to be, even if you don't feel like you have the life that you want, you still have a life. If you're listening to this, you have a life that millions, no, no, no. You have a life that billions of people wish that they could have. If you're listening to my voice, you're part of the 1% of people alive. Not the 1% where people think, oh, the 1% is just a bunch of billionaires. No, the 1% are people who are able to listen to this podcast. There are people who live off of like 11 cents a day, right? You make way more than that, I'm sure. When was the last time you thought about how amazing everything was because the further away we get from potential death, the more our amygdala looks for things to be miserable about. You know, I always say that a mind left to its own devices will be negative. I always say that if you don't pay attention to what your mind is doing, your mind will do what it wants to do and what it wants to do is always goes toward the negative. And you have to think about this from a survival standpoint because most people are like, well, why, why does my mind always go to negative? The reason why your mind goes to negative is because of the fact that you have to realize that your brain wants you to do one thing and one thing only, and that's survive. And so it's going to find all of the things that are wrong around you, all of the things that are bad because, you know, bad could mean potential death. And so if you leave your mind to do whatever it's going to do, it's going to be negative. It's going to find problems. It's going to find faults. It's going to have things that, you know, you don't want to think about. A mind left to its own will find all of the negative in every single situation. You have to be intentional to remind yourself of the positive, to wake up in the morning and the immediate thought that you have is, what can I be grateful for today? What can I be grateful for today? And just, you have to be intentional about it. I always say that, you know, the the very first book that I wrote, my my best friend Dean and I wrote a a quick like 37 page book. 
And the very first line is that you're the captain of your own ship. And the example that I love to give people is that most people are the captain of their own ship, but they have no idea. So they're just aimlessly floating in the water. And they're like, man, I don't know why my life isn't what I want it to be. And the reason why is because they've just been floating. They've never actually taken a step and gotten behind the captain's seat and started steering to where they want to go. If you thought about it this way, I used this example in uh, earlier in this week with uh, my Iron Mind 60 challenge group. And I said, if you think about this, if you got onto a boat and you were going to go from Fort Lauderdale, Florida to Bimini, which is, you know, about a 90 minute boat ride. It's about 90 minutes. It's not too far to go from Fort Lauderdale to Bimini or Miami to Bimini, which is uh, in the Bahamas. And you were just hopping the boat and uh, you go up to the captain and you're like, all right, captain, so, so you know, what's the plans for today? And he's like, well, uh, I think I'm going to, I think, I'm pretty sure Bimini is that way. So we're going to, we're going to head that way for a little while. And you're like, for like, are you sure it's that way? And he's like, uh, not positive, but I think it's that way. So we're going to go ahead and that, head that way for a little while. You're like, well, how long are we going to head that way? He's like, oh, just, just until we get to Bimini. And you're like, well, but is that the direction of Bimini? And you're just, he's like, well, I'm pretty sure it is. You'd be like, let me off the boat. I don't want to go to Bimini with you because I don't even know. You're a captain that doesn't know where the hell he's going. You don't want to jump on a boat with a captain that doesn't know where the hell he's going. You're the captain of your own ship though. You wake up every single day and if you don't set your day and you're not intentional from the very beginning of your day, it's like getting into a boat and just being, if you're not intentional, you're being reactive. And if you're just reacting to life, you're just floating around hoping that mm, maybe you'll get to Bimini and Bimini is your dream life. And you're like, well, I don't, I I mean, I, I do know what I want for my dream life, but I think, I think that might be the way. No, you have to wake up and you have to set your intention every single day of this is what I want. This is what I'm grateful for. This is what I plan on doing today. This is the life that I want. This is what I'm going to concentrate on. I will not let people speak to me this way. I will not engage with people who are negative. I will only think positive thoughts. If a negative thought comes into my head, this is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to meditate for five minutes today and I'm going to ask myself this question. What am I grateful for? I'm going to have as many things as possible that I can come up into my mind and be grateful for it. That is how you wake up and you set your ship in the direction, your life in the direction that you want it to go. The same way that when you get into a boat, you want for freaking sure to know that that captain is heading in the direction to get you to exactly where you want to go. Because if they're not, you're going to hop off of that thing. That's for sure. But you've been living your life like that captain. You want to get into a boat. You want to go, Captain, where we're going? He's like, we're going this way. We're going to head for 90 minutes. We're going to head at 17 knots. And we're going to be at exactly this place. It looks like we'll probably be there, judging by the time right now, at 11.08 a.m. You're like, boom, perfect. I want to go behind this guy. This is the guy that I'm going to follow. It's the exact same thing for you, though. Are you living more like the captain that's just hoping that he gets there? Or are you living like the captain that is going to get you there? Because... A line, mind left to its own devices will go negative. You need to focus on the positive. How do you focus on the positive? Wake up and remind yourself, we're living in a freaking playground. This is amazing. The stuff that we get to do is nuts. And here's the thing. I'm naturally more of a pessimistic person. I'm naturally more of a negative person. I have to do this to myself every single day. People are always like, Rob, how, how are you so positive? I'm like, because I freaking make myself be positive. 
I look and I go, oh my God, the internet exists. My phone exists. Google exists. Electric cars exist. The weather's amazing. There's Wi-Fi on planes. We have Amazon. I can FaceTime my mom right now. I can make a podcast. There's speakers that don't have any wires attached to them. It's just, there's, there's so many things to be grateful for. That's just the technology, not speaking about the fact that I can walk to any place that I want to within 10 minutes of my house and get an incredible meal that's going to be healthy for me. And if I were to eat there every day for the rest of my life, I would still live a happy, healthy life. You have to realize there's so many amazing things to be grateful for, but you got to wake up and set your intention towards positivity. The same way that the, that the captain would say, that's the way right there. To go to Bimini is the exact same thing you say. That's the way right there for me to get to having a positive life because your mind will naturally go to negative. You need to set your intention and remind yourself of all the amazing things because if you don't, you're going to be like everybody else. Everybody else doesn't realize that everything is amazing, but they're all miserable. If you really think about it, it does kind of change your perspective, doesn't it? I mean, things change so fast and we're all so busy. And I don't think we ever slow down to think about how lucky we really are and how so many things that we let ourselves get discouraged with, ticked off about, or bothered by really aren't that drastic or life-altering. That big of a deal, you know? You can find this complete podcast by searching for Rob Dial's show, The Mindset Mentor Podcast, and search for episode 728. I'll put the link for this podcast and contact info for Rob in my show notes. Well, that's all I had for you today. I hope you found something helpful in today's message that you can take back to your business or back home and immediately put into action and start making a positive difference in your professional or personal life. If you like this episode, please, please, please go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and rate it, share it, and leave a review. When you share this podcast with others, that's how we grow. And when the show grows, I can serve more people with my messages. I appreciate you, and I hope you have an awesome and productive week. I can always be reached at www.ricksillover.com where you can find all my social media links, podcast episodes, blog posts, and much more.